Shut the fuck up. No, I was thinking about this, right? You, 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 at what point do we stop saying, welcome to episode 84, and we just say... When we get to episode 85. Welcome to this week's podcast. <laughs> and, and just ditch the numbers, because yeah, otherwise okay. it's just going to become cumbersome, because you'll go, is this... 65? No, yeah, we can always put it on description. 64? We? Okay. Yeah. Well, we're talking. Anyway. Yeah. To be honest, we'll have a production crew and scriptwriters oh, by that time. Yeah, yeah. And it'll be broadcast around the world on simulcast by satellite. And they'll do the three? No, I think they do five, <laughs> four. That bit you've just done there doesn't work on podcast <laughs> at all. <laughs> In any way, there is as a fundamental failing in the understanding of what people are getting from this environment. But that's the essence of irony, isn't it? Well, mm. so, you know. No, no, we can mm. subtitle it for Satirical people with hearing irony. difficulties. Yes. yes. I'm doing sign language right now. Okay. We're going to start. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> when we finished being dicks. I- I really don't want black sideburns again today. If you've got black sideburns by the end of this, I'm going to laugh so hard. I actually bought the new ones. They cost me 20 quid. So that's like £400 I've spent so far. Okay. Right? And I've got 12 quid back from it so far. Do you realise that we're spending £400 so far? We've spent £4 for every person that's listened to it. (laughs) (laughs) We could have just given people £4 in the street and gone at the pub. Okay, we really need to just get into this now. Yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. We swung into it quite nicely. <laughs> week one and week two. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> You're listening to Faces for Radio. I'm Danny Lenahan. I'm Phil Close. And I'm Tim McEwen. And together we are some of the biggest twats you'll ever meet. That is without doubt. Yeah. Well, I say biggest. I mean, you've lost quite a lot of weight. Yeah, I'm still quite hefty, though. Mm, you're a chunk. It's still a massive twat, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to argue with the uh, undeniable. Yes. Massive twat. Yeah. So. Thanks oh. for the compliment. Yeah, that's Daniel. Gonna, that's going to get cut. Listen, it's it's uh, straight face Tuesday. No laughing allowed. <laughs> yeah, no, this is weird because we're recording on Tuesday instead of a Monday. Yeah, it is. It's because I was down in... Uh, Marlow yesterday with uh, the team from Jessup's took them out to nice. dinner to the Giggling Squid where nice. um, interestingly actually I, I came across a new beer that I haven't had before called the Buddha Little Buddha Beer and the bottle is shaped like a Buddha and in the menu it said rub the bottle for luck okay you're not going to do that are you well shall I tell you what it tasted like did it taste like Buddha's feet? It tasted like every other lager <laughs> out of Asia. It was very weak Ching and Tao, quite gassy. Chang, it all tastes the same. Mm. It just, it's like walking into a pub and going, oh, Foster's or Carling. Yeah. yeah. It's the same beer, <laughs> but a different can. Yeah. yeah. And a different advert. Yeah. I think I prefer the Foster's adverts, actually. They were good. It was a massive disappointment Larry, when I first tasted... What is it, Larry? <laughs> I can see the pub from here! And that was 4X, wasn't it? Oh, it might have been, yeah. Castleman 4X, yeah, you're right. Also, piss water. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to cover various things this week. A bit of epic teleboxnessness. I do Some, like a bit of epic teleboxness. Yeah. Bad awesome movies. Bad, yeah. Oh, earworms. 
Yeah, yeah. We'll come to that. Yeah, sure. No, that, that, that's a good one. That's it's, a good one. Yeah. Phil wants the earworms, and actually, uh, to run alongside earworms, um, biblical lyricists, uh, really quite bad lyrics. So basically, anything from Duran Duran. Well, no. The only reason, the only reason I even thought of doing this is because I've I watched um, Straight Out of Compton about a month ago. Have you guys seen that? No, I watched the first half of it. And I switched it off. Uh, I, I quite, <laughs> I, I enjoy the music far more than I enjoy the Scathing review from Mr. McEwen. I, I, in, in, in a few words, what I thought about the movie was, I didn't like the music. Some of it was tolerable. In oh. general, I don't like it. I, I, I couldn't stand the characters in it because I thought they all should be locked up and put in prison. Yeah. Um, well, and the which... police came across very badly. So halfway through you thought, geez, this is like the core. No. no, I liked the core because it was entertaining. This wasn't entertaining. This was just sweary and violent towards women. Oh, it's like living in Swindon. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, unless you actually push what's happening in a movie into people's faces, yeah. they don't they don't watch it. There's no attention span people, for people it. People are after instant gratification rather than actually being able to sit through a film to a cliffhanger and going, geez, that was a good film. See, the instant gratification thing is interesting because when they when they introduced Babe Station... <laughs> <laughs> I was taking a sip of drink and you can't do that to me. Jeez. I'm I'm not familiar with the work. I wondered how (laughs) they... Why did you laugh so much then? How do they monetize it? I mean, you get like 10 minutes of free preview. Yeah. Who wants to do it twice? I know. I mean, you're kind of done after 10 minutes, aren't you? At least. Three. Yeah. But apparently the good stuff comes on after you've paid for it. The trick, actually, with Babe Station, the, the previews... Are we seriously talking I about f- this? Yeah, yeah. The, okay. the real, the real skill I felt as somebody that are you suggesting this skill to yeah, Babe Station? There, there's, there, well, there's a skill in the in the environment <laughs> of watching that Babe Station preview is to once you have finished watching the Babe Station preview to change the channels so that when your other half comes down in the morning and turns the telly on, <laughs> they're not faced with norks. What? So put it on Television X or something? No, no. Put, like you know. <laughs> CBBs or something. Something less embarrassing like Dave. Yeah, yeah but the thing is... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching a car show. Yeah, but Dan, the thing is, if you're cleaning yourself up and you're putting on CBBs and your missus comes down, what are you doing that? It'll look really weird. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, Teletubbies? That's a very, uh, very uh, salient observation there. Goodbye, Eagle Pig. <laughs> No wonder he's got a slanted smile. That's actually been the funniest thing of all three podcasts. <laughs> and I don't actually think we can put it in. <laughs> no! So actually, this has got me thinking, mentioning brands like that, that we could actually arrange some sort of retroactive sponsorship deal. So normally, when you do a sponsorship deal, you get an agreement in advance and they say, well, if you drop our name in it and things like that, you, you get stuff. But no one's heard of us. Is that is that um, like is that, so is that like the first week when we mentioned Elon Musk and Tesla? Yes, I, I haven't got my Tesla yet. I don't know about you. But it will happen. Phil. Wait, wait. So there's the supposition that when we mention certain brands, yeah, we'll get one. They they then deliver goods to us because it's been mentioned on yeah. the podcast Victoria's Secret model. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, Sunseeker Predator. What a boat. <laughs> Don't. I mean, I think it's totally plausible that in the years to come, where this this brilliant podcast of ours goes viral, and people go back to, oh, you need to listen to episodes one to three because it's much funnier than the rest of it. 
And these companies will listen and think, crikey, those guys were looking out for us. We need to recognise them now by giving them the products that they mentioned. Well, firstly, let's hope that that's not the case, that the first three episodes were funnier than anything we did subsequently, <laughs> because basically the future is bleak. No, but don't, don't forget that people... And when I said that, people... I wasn't putting on a South African accent. <laughs> <laughs> Diplomatic immunity. Diplomatic immunity. <laughs> Diplomatic immunity. Just been revoked. Great movie. It's a great bad yeah, that's movie. Number two, no, isn't it's it? not even no, a bad, bad movie. It's, it's a, a great, great movie. movie. Yeah, oh, and Patsy you... Kensit. Patsy Kensit's not as, is, as is Lethal Weapon, the first one. Oh, Lethal Weapon's it's, brilliant. It's a brilliant movie. <clears throat> I love that dynamic between Martin Riggs and. Um... Did you ever watch the remake? What with, with Colin Farrell? Colin Farrell made a remake of Lethal Weapon. Was it Lethal Weapon? No, he made a remake of. Um... Total Recall. Oh, oh that God. was dribble. It's, it's exactly the same as Lethal Weapon, except completely different. <laughs> With it, none of the same there words. There are similarities. It uh, had actors in it. Actually, look, there's the, the second... The it remake, was set on Earth. The remake of Total Recall, I think most of us would agree, was appalling. There were a couple of things that were better than the original. I hated the way they tried to slip in things from the original film into the remake. Too many cameos, yeah. Well, cameos, but, but also eggs. Easter eggs. Like the, the woman standing at the check-in going... Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, I liked that, though. Yeah, um, I didn't. I thought it was cheesy and crap. I don't know. I think there has to be some handle into the film that they made beforehand. Mm. I think that's films, that film had really big problems. For example, the two leading female characters yeah. looked so similar, I could not who. tell who was who. Yeah, 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 that's true. Also, I mean, look, the girl with the three boobs... We should... I mean, let's get that white elephant out of the way immediately. That's from the original, right? But, but much hotter in the second one. Is there a woman with three boobs in the second yeah, one? Yeah, in the first I didn't one, pay enough if attention. If you watch the first one, she looks like Bon Jovi. Hey? Yeah. She's got this 80s bouffant. Does she say lay your hands on And a me? fake boob. And a single fake boob. I don't know. Do you think she had a single Where fake boob the and the other two one? just sort of spread apart and they just stuck one? Or maybe again. they push, put an advert in the paper saying three-breasted women wanted for reasonable work. <laughs> One day shooting. I reckon all Indoor three were a prosthetic. I really liked in the second one. I really liked the fall. I thought that was a brilliant idea. I think no. they could have done so much more. Yeah, no. Look, the well, idea. I something mean, they can go right. Surely, if the core has taught us anything, Dan, you can't mess with the center of the Earth. And to have an elevator going from one end to the other end, it's just playing with. I fire. thought that was plausible. I mean, look, it's all about scale, isn't it? <laughs> Did you just say playing in fire for the Earth's core? That's brilliant. It's playing with fire. Yeah, look, look, it, it, molten fire. Don't forget, we've done that. We've achieved that. Hey, the, the channel. Oh, <laughs> we dug. It doesn't really go through from England to France. Now, if you go back fifty years and tell somebody that you're going to do that, and someone's going to shoot you, Dan. This theory is brilliant, but there's a couple of problems with that, Dan. Yeah. The channel, the ta- channel tunnel, goes about twenty feet under the surface of the under the bottom of the sea. It doesn't go through the Earth's core. I think it probably goes a bit deeper than that. Well, granted, yeah, it probably goes it a bit deeper than that, yeah. but it's still well up in the Earth's crust. I mean, it, to the yes. point where their little elevator that goes through the middle it changes gravity halfway down, which makes very little sense. No, it, that's why that was the point I was making about with the core earlier. It makes absolute sense because 
the ca- the gravity is drawn downwards to the centre of the Earth. Yeah, but and it, as you pass it wouldn't the be an Earth, immediate. It wouldn't be an immediate change from one gravitational not, field to another. It's not because what happens it is they go through a slow and gradual. They go through a period of weightlessness. You've also got to factor in the speed that they're travelling. Right. So basically, what you're saying is is Total Recall is about as good as the core. I like the fall in Total Recall. I thought that was a clever idea. I thought it was very good. But you also like <clears throat> Love Actually. Love yeah, Actually is a great movie. This is why you don't get to talk about films, Dan. Hey, is a lot of legs, David. Um, Love Actually, that's a red card. <laughs> <laughs> that's a game we were playing before Phil turned up. <laughs> Cheers. Words for boobs. Words for boobs. Words for boobs. Go, Phil. Boobs. Breasticles. Mm. Norks. Breasty dumplings. Breasty dumplings? Yeah. Breasty dumplings. Okay. Um, roller skate breaks. You've just stolen the best one. <laughs> roller skate breaks is indeed the best name. No, that was mine all along. Of course it was, yeah. I think History actually, will note my victory. I think Anthony came up with that. Uh, bazookas. Titty for Lars. Oh, I can't <laughs> think of any more now. <laughs> Titty for Lars sounds a bit like chicken fillets. Which I suppose has... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jubblies is my favourite. Jubblies is great. Jugs. That's a classic. Oldie but a classic. Hmm. Okay. Other words for vag. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, there's, the, there's the more modern in-between as clunge. Love it's a, a great clunge. word. It is a great, it's a great word. word. Clunge is a great word. It's funny that it didn't mean anything like 10 years ago. No. <laughs> and now it's the worst kind of fanny. <laughs> See, I mean, clun- clunge is funny. Uh, uh, one- I haven't used the word fanny since I was about no, thirteen. No, no, who does? But you know, no. the, the worst one has to be minge. <laughs> it's just horrible. Love a bit of minge. No, like it's, a no, it's badly stacked bacon sandwich. <laughs> Can I tell you a joke that um, that, that uh, George told me this week? Oh, okay. Which did make me laugh a lot. So I was driving driving the kids back from school, and George went, "Daddy, two eggs in a frying pan. One says to the other, it's hot in here, isn't it?' And the other one goes, "Oh my god, a talking egg!" Uh, earlier today, my son uh, created a joke, which I thought was quite funny. Really? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, a Roman walks into a bar, holds two fingers up at the barman and says, I'll have five beers, please. <laughs> <laughs> which is actually pretty funny. <laughs> he is actually quite the little comedian, actually. That's very good. My favourite pub joke is about a bear that goes into a pub. And uh, he orders a pint of lager. And the barman looks at him and thinks, oh, well, you're a bear. I don't know how old you are, but you look old enough to drink, so serves him. And the bear hands him over £10. The barman looks at the £10, think, being a bear, you're not going to know much about money. So when he gives him a pound change, the bear looks at it and puts it into his pocket. And they get talking, and the barman goes, oh, you know, we don't get many bears in here. He says, well, at £9 a pint, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Siri, what's zero divided by zero? Imagine that you have zero cookies and you split them evenly among zero friends. 
How many cookies does each person get? See, it doesn't make sense. And Cookie Monster is sad that there are no cookies. And you are sad that you have no friends. (laughs) (laughs) Tim's got this habit of when we're on the phone to each other and then I have to go for whatever reason. Oh, yeah, I've heard of this. Tim plays a game of how long can I keep Dan on the phone for after he's said I've got to he go. needs to go. <laughs> and it's it's got to the point now where the first few times when the answer was 40-odd minutes, because that's how ridiculous I am, that I didn't realise what he was trying to do for 40 minutes. I mean, I'm so disappointed in myself. I'm but so proud of myself. I, I mean, these what I call the glory days. I can't, well, I can't play that game because I can't wait to get rid of you. Well, see, here's the thing. So, <laughs> so what's happened since? Tim and I haven't said goodbye to each other on a phone call for five years now. <laughs> <laughs> because, because we'll get to the point where I need to go, and I no longer explain that. I just hang up because I think if I don't, Tim, like I'll go. I've got to go now. I'll go. Oh yeah, where are you going? And I'll be like, oh, uh, just pick the kids up from school. Oh, yeah, what's the old school like? Is it the same uniform as the old school? And I'll be like, no, no, they're in green. Oh, well, like a teal green, or is it? And, and before I know it, I'm there for another 40 minutes. Yeah. What you've got to do is you've got to pick things in your questioning that Dan <laughs> wants to talk about. <laughs> you can't just say any old shit. It's got to be something that piques his interest. <laughs> Dan likes and talking about everything, though. You, and you've got to, you know, he's particularly vain. So, <laughs> so if you talk about something that shows him to be brilliant, or uh, you know he's really impressed with, he'll talk about that for days. <laughs> I'm not sure that it's me that's getting punished there, though. Yeah, yeah. I you mean, are, you, you are putting yourself through for it. 40 minutes while I self-promote. Yeah, be only self-promoting to me. Yeah, and that's I already right. love you. It's, it's you important. Be a hello, <laughs> uh, but not at goodbye. No, gone at goodbye. Yeah. So we actually we actually got to a point where a few months back Tim was like, This is ridiculous, we probably need to stop doing this now. But I'd already gone at that point, I've hung up. <laughs> I said that to myself. How uh, did you know I said it? Have you ever cut someone off like mid sentence? Uh, when I get um spam calls. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cold callers. I, it's I've brilliant. tried to play games with them actually, because it used to be that I'd just go, Can you just take me off your list? And if they were savvy, before I got to the word list, they'd just hang up, then they don't have to comply. Yeah. Because I haven't heard the whole sentence, yeah. right? Um, and half the time, I suppose, they probably just hang up anyway. But now, I, the one that really frustrates me, that actually upsets me, is when they go, we're calling you about the accident you had. Oh, yeah. And I got I'm one like, the other day. Well, I've washed my pants since then. <laughs> <laughs> we all watched the core in preparation for this evening. Phil didn't And then we like agreed he... at the beginning of it we wouldn't talk about it. So we've all spent two hours watching a good, bad movie. Oh, it's not a good, bad movie. It's it is a, a good, great, bad movie. It's, 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 a good, it's, it's an awful, movie. And we haven't movie. used it. Yeah. I love that moment when he stood in the hall with all the bodies and he goes, Serge and I are the clues. What part's that? Right at the very start, when he goes, they've all got pacemakers. And he goes, Under a minute. Your reputation is well deserved. What gave it away? And he went, surgeon, I had a clues. I'm a geophysicist and here's a dead person pacemaker fitter. <laughs> <laughs> the, the pacemakers are disworking. <laughs> oh, that is... Uh, 
No, but what I still don't get, I still don't get about that film, is when they when they're launching, they're on a they're, they decided to launch in the Marianas Trench, right? You're going to talk about the facing backwards thing. Yeah, I don't get it. Well, I understand I, because they're going to impact, and so it absorbs their impact by having mm, their backs he's against. Right. Yeah, but if you think about it, when they walk into the cockpit, they're walking on a level floor. Oh, he's got a point. Which means they're they're basically sat upright. So it doesn't actually matter which way they're facing. He's actually got a point. They, they could. They're going to be going go, in feet first. They could go down bum first. Actually, you're much much safer in an accident, an impact accident, to down be backwards. to be backwards with your back. Yeah, because your head can't flick forward. Um, but it doesn't and- matter. Well, it does if you're hitting water. They're going into the water facing forward. No, no. What Phil's saying is, if if you if you think the cockpit can level out, they could actually just be dropping like they're sat on a seat, and they'd hit bum first. Right, hang on. I'm going to have to illustrate. Um, uh, uh, drawing has very little value in a podcast. <laughs> no, no, just for you, just to you to visualise. I've okay? seen Phil play so pictionary. This is the dildo. Okay, so you're right? now drawing a cock. Right. So this is this is the cockpit. <laughs> The water's down there. Is that <laughs> the, la- the launch platform? Is kind of that shape, is that- and then you've got all the cables that come out. <laughs> all right, what I struggle with is. struggle with seeing how that will insert into the wet environment I just, I've got to say that might be the funniest bit of the entire night and it's completely irrelevant to anybody yes. listening <laughs> look, at, look at Phil's head I think look. Phil's decided the show's look. over look at the back of that one no no turn, turn yourself around I better not oh you bloody have as well <laughs> I managed to wear that all last week what and not you... get anything on my head. What did you wear the new ones? Fuck, it's ten o'clock. Phil, I'll buy, um, I'll buy some more pants for that one. On that, week. on that bombshell, it's time for us to end. You've been listening to Faces for Radio. I've been Danny Lenahan. I've been Tim McEwen. I've been Phil Close. It's been an experience. Good night. Good night. Bye.